Shiny uh, nagging. Yeah. Just I think you me. just turned it up, Sean. What are you? That light bulb kills me. Out of control? It's not working. Yeah, now it's totally like. dark, all right? Oh, now oh, it's as bright as an operating room. That anyway. one, it, it, it will not cooperate any further. Fascinating. All right. I'm going to have to take that bulb you out. you got a ball cap order, slap her on. The, uh, what's, that, what's that one say? That's just a Make America Great Again, but yes. it's the wrong color. I do have a Make America Great Again hat that I could put on to keep the light out of my eyes. It's Ooh, kind of purple. Yeah. Purchased at, not purchased, given to me at a Trump rally. Ah. To say, it looks like some sort of cut-rate knockoff MAGA hat, but it's actually uh, as authentic as can be. Came from a Trump rally, yeah. Right. It's funny, my wife and I were talking about the other day. Because my son was wearing his Make America Great Again hat. Oh, that's actually good, Barrett. This belongs to one of my sons. Yes. And uh, so a guy gave it. We were at the Trump rally. And um, uh, and one guy said, hey, for the kids, hey, here's a couple of hats. Thought it was just cute that there were some young kids there and they needed hats. And nice. This, this was like just before the Trump thing exploded into a, like half the country thinks he's Hitler thing. Well, and there was terrible violence, right? Like at the next rally. The next rally. A it, bunch it, of lefties came out and beat down old people who were just trying to walk the, by the, the rally. The next day yeah. that happened. And uh and my wife and I were just talking about how ill advised it may have been. But that was mm. when that was when the Trump the Trump the Trump thing was still mostly just kind of fun and jokey and oh, isn't this crazy that he's running for president? Starting to gain steam as I recall. But hey, uh, the the MAGA had a major pot, plot point in the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which right. I happened to catch part of yesterday. Yeah, Larry, if uh, Larry David, if he wanted to avoid people in Hollywood or wanted to cut lunches short or whatever, he'd just throw on a MAGA hat, and literally everybody in the restaurant would be so disgusted by that. Oh, wow. That uh, his his lunch mate, who he didn't actually like, would flee. Uh, or uh, at, at one point he uh, he used it to, I can't remember, just to get somebody to run away from him, and then there was an angry biker who was going to beat the hell out of him, and he put on his MAGA hat, and the Angry, ignorant biker suddenly became compliant and polite because he was one of ours. Gotcha. It was. It was. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I love Larry. It was a little, little, a uh, little tough to take. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> agent being Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was partly about Hollywood, obviously. Sure. Uh, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the brass tacks. Finally, we're down to them. <laughs> you heard you heard the House's case presented over and over again in the House. Uh-huh. 
And you heard it uh, during the rules wrangling yesterday. And you've heard it on the news over and over again. Now you're going to hear it again on the floor of the Senate for 24 long hours. So McConnell... Spread over like two, three days? Three now, days McConnell gave. Okay. So clearly this is all negotiating. He's doing your classic negotiating. That's you, right. You, yes, I am. You start with a position your opponent can't tolerate, and then you back off to something that you would like. Yeah. And so he started with, uh, got to jam your 24 hours into two days, and there's no way we're even going to accept the evidence from the, the, from the house trial. And you go with, okay, three no, days. And no bathroom breaks, and all we'll eat is paint. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do three days, and of course the evidence can come over. So that you can be in a more palatable place, I guess. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's horse trading, Jack. Classic Horse trading. He just happened to throw in an obese horse and a three-legged horse. And, <laughs> but it's horse trading. I'll trade you this dead horse for your live horse. <laughs> but that's no good. Wait a minute. Okay, my sick horse for your live horse. All right. That's kind of the way he's going. Finally, got him to come around. <laughs> but uh, anywho, yeah, we got more on that. I'm getting super sucked into impeachment, I got to admit. I started reading the Andrew Jackson impeachment book that came out last year, uh, last night. To have Andrew a little more... Johnson? Johnson, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. The, the, for a little more background on the history of impeachment. And it's just it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it, although one of my major themes that I've come armed with today is that there are a lot of interesting things happening around the world, in the United States, in your community. No, there's only one thing happening. Well, <laughs> I beg to differ. And the Only the, one thing happens at a time. I watch the news. The leading lights of American media, mostly because they're desperate for ratings and we're not, uh, just go with one big thing. All right, listen, listen, we need people to think if they're thinking impeachment or hating Trump, CNN, impeachment, CNN, just wall to wall. Well, we're not going to do that. Lots of good stuff. I think we should have the same rules the Senate has for impeachment. We can only drink water or milk. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. Yeah, we really should talk no about food, that. No food, water or milk. More milk. <laughs> If we want coffee, we got to go outside. If we want to eat, we got to go outside. We can have coffee or milk. That's your choices. Kill me. Isn't that a little ridiculous? Yeah. I mean... It's incredibly ridiculous. Yeah. Because one senator years ago had a stomach problem, and he allowed milk, so now it's water or milk. Why don't you just get to drink whatever the heck you want? Like grown-ups. Right. I kind of assumed that some of your older senators, your old-school senators... I'm a 50-term senator from some southern state. Is having a glass of whiskey neat at about 9 o'clock at night. Right, right. <laughs> I just assumed that was going on. And I'll tell you what, if you can't figure out to get, how to get a little drinky-poo into the Senate chamber, you're not trying hard enough. Exactly. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. Good. I, I agree. Uh, get them liquored up and a little loose lips so they can say what they really are thinking of each other, you know? Oh, yeah. Anyway, happy birthday to uh, my sister. She uh, turns three years younger than me today, so uh, check your mailbox. And um, I'm not sure she listens to this show, but I know she has friends that listen to this show. You know so. what's really interesting about this, Michael? Yeah. And you announced last week that it was your 20-year anniversary show. Right. Mm-hmm. You've been working for with us for 20 years. We now know you have a sister. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time. <laughs> this is the first I'm, time I had no idea. you've sure? ever mentioned you have a sister Are you sure? in 20 years. I know years. I've mentioned it before. <laughs> No, you I don't. It might be vaguely familiar. I don't, I don't know. Think you did, did your parents go to the trouble of giving her a name? <laughs> yes. And, and and would you be willing to share it? It's uh, girl, girl, baby. <laughs> she have no name. She girl. 
<laughs> no, her name, <laughs> her name is Mandy. Happy birthday, Mandy. That's Best right. wishes to you and yours. So I did send you something <laughs> in the mailbox. And God, there, are, there are covert CIA agents who are right. more open than This you. has been the theme with Michael the entire 20 yeah. years he's worked with. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. 10 years in, you know, when I used to train elephants. You used to train elephants? What? You trained elephants? <laughs> I hope you just mentioned this. I hold stuff back so then when I reveal it, it's a big deal. <laughs> well, that's why it's lasted 20 years, the mystery. You know? Oh, boy, that's funny. It's like in a marriage. Don't remove all the mystery in the name of we're, we're now married. No, preserve a little mystery. I love it, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Mandy has a husband, and she has three children. There you go. So a little bit about my family That's there. a lot to know. Fantastic. I remember we were at a rooftop bar and uh, looking around. You said, boy, this is a beautiful. I said, this is a beautiful view. You said, not as good as the view from the International Space Station, but it's good. <laughs> I'll have more for you in about five years. All right. I, look forward. I agree with the preserving mystery in the marriage. Have them wonder where you are every Friday night. <laughs> For years. Not You're exactly. always gone from 6 to 10 on a Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I, I get a thing I got to be at. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I am in uh, one of my favorite phases of uh, doing uh, primarily my grocery shopping at one of these big bulk warehouse-style clubs where... You, you, everything's a great deal, but you so much of it. So I, I am pressured to eat the perishable stuff first. Mm. But I've gone through all that. But now I got to hack my way through the freezer section, and I got so many waffles to get through. <laughs> I think last time they there was some extra day. I got like eighty waffles for like three dollars. That's a and, good uh, deal on waffles. Yeah, oh, yeah. So. So uh, I, I am no longer eating sandwiches. If if there's bread involved in the meal, guess what sort of bread it is? That's oh, right, boy. it's waffle bread. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich made with waffles. Yes, yes, Sounds I, pretty darn good. I had it yesterday. On waffles. Oh, oh, that's good. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, it's like I get the Garth giant like waffles. The giant peach pie, for instance, they have at Costco. It's mm-hmm. great, but unless you're going to freeze it, you got to really get to eating on that thing. It's going to turn bad before you can finish a manhole cover sized pie. Mm. You question just, why one would buy it in the first place. I don't. Right. Well, my, I don't question. My that. gruntings evidently were were clear. Yes. <laughs> Your gruntings are clear. Yes, I, I've I've grunted what I would like to grunt. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. In this Wednesday, January twenty second, yet another historic day, the year twenty twenty, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. All right, then let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regs. Here's the show at Mark. That is why we are here, Mr. Seculo. And if you don't know, now you know. And if you don't know, now you know. I yield to my distinguished colleague. <laughs> is that one of those rappers, Positive Sean? That is something. I, I don't have many rules in life, but if Biggie Smalls gets quoted in a Senate impeachment hearings, <laughs> I use that clip for the opening clip of the show. Oh, it's yeah. just one of my rules. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have known that, but that's handy to know. And I assume you put the music in there that he didn't. <laughs> Correct. Yes, I, didn't. I put that together in post. <laughs> He didn't have that on the Senate floor. So edited. Yeah. <laughs> Misleading. Um, so we'll bring you some uh, some notes from yesterday's impeachment. Like we mentioned, uh, they changed the rules a little bit. So now each side gets three days. So it's going to be, most people predict, seven days when the big vote happens. That's the big wrangling and vote over whether or not they're going to add witnesses. And that's pretty much the whole ball game. The thing either ends pretty quickly or, boy, the, you know, Katie barred the door. Who knows where this goes? If they start down the impeachment, the, the the witness road. Right. And I am torn, and I'm willing to admit this. Yet another one of the hallmarks of the A&G show that, uh, you know, might strike you as novel. I'm willing to admit I'm torn between my love of country and my love of ridiculousness. 
I really oh speaking of which or, Terry or, Jones or Monty Python in, passing away today major uh, major loss for the world of uh, being funny uh, but if there is a string of questionable witnesses that will be so entertaining yeah just entertainment wise that uh, it's hard not to root for that I'm not sure it'd be good unless for the country, you love the country. <laughs> <laughs> unless you yeah. care about democracy right uh, how's mailbag look oh it's it's fine it's solid. Anybody got any comments? Dang, the impeachment went on for, what, 12 hours. It got done in the middle of the night. And uh, if you saw something you thought was interesting, hit us with a text or an email. Text line 415-295-KFTC on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So Justin Tulsi Gabbard is suing Hillary Clinton for defamation. We'll talk really? about that more later. And there's way more to that Hillary Clinton blasting Bernie story that we had yesterday that makes you wonder what the heck is going on. Okay. Are the, is it, there's just an organized effort to bring down Bernie like you were talking about? I don't know. But more on that later. Mailbag. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day. I'm going back to impeach president quote of the day just because I think it's yeah. amusing. It's historical. Richard M. Nixon. Certainly in the next 50 years, we shall see a woman president, perhaps sooner than you think. A woman can and should be able to do any political job that a man can do. Well, he should have told Bernie that. Bernie clearly thinks a woman can't be president. Well, right. As Bernie said the other day, I'd rather move back to the Soviet Union than see a woman in the White House. <laughs> I think that's I'm sorry. I just didn't know. Roughly what he said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Topic of impeachment. Let's see. It's not really signed. Pile. Um, it's not the impeachment. It's not just about politics. There's ample evidence that Trump should be removed from office. You make light of it because you don't want to criticize your hero, Trump. Eh, wrong. Or offend your conservative audience that you cater to. There's some truth there. Or buck your corporate masters. Eh, hilarious. Hilarious. I'd say to the second point, with the vast majority of the media being uh, notably, undeniably liberal... Yeah, we do, in the limited time we have here, try to bring the other point of view out so people at least hear it. So, uh, some fair criticism there. So you make a big joke out of impeachment. Don't mention that Trump unlawfully withheld the money for Ukraine, blah, 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 blah. Biden, his benefit, blah, blah. You and your show suck. It's like listening to Fox and Friends Light. Oh, now that, <laughs> now that hurts. hurts. That was a painful that shot. Is, that is unnecessarily <laughs> vicious, my friend. That's I'll like the delay. That's like dropping a C-bomb on a woman. That shot right there. That hurts. Yeah, with the boring tales <laughs> of a few conservative middle-aged white guys and every day focusing on petty issues to whine about. <laughs> All right. Thank you for oh, your criticism. God. If, I were, if I weren't a middle-aged white guy complaining about my petty issues, what would I be? Uh, on... Uh, on the topic of uh, fake scenes in animal documentaries, oh, which right. we talked about yesterday or the other day. Which uh, doesn't bother me. Patriot writes, gents, if it's okay to film animals in a documentary, but actually film them in a zoo, aren't you just making the moon landings hoaxers argument? Why go all the way to the moon if you can just film it in a Hollywood backlot? Some things are worth doing for real. Keep up the great work. Well, you ought to talk to that other person who, who hates us. Uh, keeping it funny in 2020, Patriot. That that would be a good slogan, but uh, I pronounce it 2020. Keeping it Fenty in 2020, that doesn't work. 
Showing a caterpillar on a leaf in a zoo as opposed to flying a camera crew all the way to the Amazon and hiking 50 miles an hour, I don't, I don't compare that to the moon landing. <laughs> I believe that the caterpillar is actually doing the same thing in the Amazon, and I understand why you didn't send somebody all the way there to show me. See, uh, fraud is fraud in my world. I won't, you know, make these long, tortured explanations. You sound like the president's defense team. These long explanations of what happens. Fox and Friends life. Simple to me. You either got a caterpillar out in the wild or you got a fraud. It's time for the second episode of Montana Wisdom. Oh, it's Joe Getty. <laughs> I, I'm thinking this ain't going to be The Sopranos. It's not going to go on for years. <laughs> Joe, I'm begging you, my friend. Writes uh, Leland. Please refrain from using the English language's most beautiful word, Montana. We really don't want anyone to know we're here. Thank you so very kindly. Appreciate what you do for vets and love your show. Best regards, Cleveland. You know it's true, uh, as I never send you messages unless I've been drinking. Four by five since 05. Four, four hours a day, five days a week since 05. Thanks, Leland. Yeah, you and Idaho and, and everybody elsewhere. Californians are flocking. <laughs> Your message is clear and it's unanimous. Much of Oregon. Shut the hell up about how nice it is here. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I loved the note from uh, a St. Louisan the other day, a Missourian, who said, don't Illinois my Missouri. That's a good concern because mm. Illinois is is way ahead in the race to bankruptcy, only because California has Silicon Valley. Otherwise, California would be a third world nation. Well, it pretty much is anyway. Is there a Biden for Bolton trade in the works? Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty show. Tip of the cap to Idaho Senator Jim Reich, who fell asleep during the Senate trial yesterday. I think that's the proper response. Uh, he was the only senator thus far to fall completely asleep. Taking a nap. Came in all bright-eyed and brushy, bushy tail, and realized, wait a minute, we're going to hear all this crap, the same crap again? There would have been a portion the of it same yesterday. people? Exactly. When Adam shifts up there, or Nadler, or whoever, there would have been a portion yesterday when I thought, I've been following this, I know what they're going to say. I'm perfectly safe taking a nap here. I'm going to do my constitutional duty and they get to new stuff, but right now I'm perfectly okay getting a little shut eye. Taking a nap. <laughs> and out I go. So the Washington Post is reporting that behind closed doors, there are a group of Democrats that believe it would be a good trade. Hunter Biden for John Bolton. And a player to be named later. The main uh, stream thinking has been, you don't want to open up that can of worms with uh, Hunter Biden, blah, 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 maybe Joe Biden, all that sort of stuff. We don't do that. We don't want to go there. Um, But it's a growing belief behind the scenes that, yeah, that'd be okay. One senator said, if you want to give Joe Biden an opportunity to sit in the well of the Senate and answer the question, do you think the president acted appropriately, go right ahead, said uh, Senator Chris Coons of Delaware. Chris Coons is out of his freaking mind. You think that's the only question they'd ask? They'd come up with other ones, Chris, and they wouldn't leave old Joe looking too good, nor his family, which is full 
of, of, of vampires on the take off the taxpayer, as are many family members of most politicians on both sides of the aisle. But it ain't a good look. I Hunter, you're a loser. I don't know if it makes any difference if a small group of senators behind the scenes think this. Everybody seems to agree that witnesses are going to happen. Almost 70% of America and a whole bunch of different polls says there should be witnesses. Yep. I think the political momentum is just too strong. We'll find out in about six or seven days. Well, and if you've been hearing that McConnell wasn't going to allow witnesses, that's not true. He just said we're going to vote on it after hearing the presentations like they did with Clinton. So, yeah, I think it's extremely likely, which ups the whole hilarity factor. It's going to get really wild then. You get a, the, the day Bolton testifies going to be huge TV ratings. The day that uh, Hunter Biden's on the stand. Now, there is there will be some argument of that's an irrelevant witness. I mean, you can't bring up who, who would be a good example. Democrats couldn't bring Stormy Daniels up just because it would look bad for the president. Yes, correct. You would argue that that's got nothing to do with the trial. Democrats yeah. will try to argue that Hunter Biden's got nothing to do with the trial. And then I guess that would be up to John Roberts, although, as I pointed out last week, uh, Supreme Court rulings would s- seem to indicate that the Senate gets the final word. He will steer with a light hand. Ro- Indeed. Ro- Roberts can make a, 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 he can make a ruling, but the Senate can overrule him. The Senate is the power in that room. Right. There's a very solid argument for Hunter Biden um, being there. Just uh, that uh, it goes to establishing that the president had a public interest in rooting out that particular case of corruption. In Ukraine. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, honestly, but, so, um, but it's it's not too much of a stretch to work. My uh, sense of things right now, tell me if you agree or not, is that the next six to seven days are going to be quite dull, and they're not going to be a lot of headlines. That's when They're going to be extremely repetitive. That's when each side lays out their case. Yes. They each get 24 hours spread over three days, um, each side. Right. And that's why it's going to take six days and then maybe some procedural this or that could drag it into seven days of that um, before you get to the voting and the witnesses. So mm-hmm. I think the next full week is going to be a, not very exciting, which uh, gets to some of the strategies that were being laid out yesterday. Some of the repetitiveness or, or you know, why, why are they repeating this again was the belief that the TV ratings were going to be as high as they were going to get for a while yesterday. Mm-hmm. And they're going to drop off dramatically. Right. Over the next several days. So, so if you un- wanted to say anything on camera and have anybody hear it, it had to be yesterday. Yeah, under the guise of debating rules yesterday, what they did was laid out the case. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of Biden and him being a witness, I heard... For a, the reason I just said. Yeah, that had nothing to right. do with the... Right. I thought, nobody's going to be watching in three days when I say this. Right, yeah, we'll drive them away by then. Uh, did you happen to hear any of the Joe Biden interview on Morning Jose today? Did not. They had a long chat with him. And I'll tell you this about Joe Biden. He's extremely knowledgeable. I mean, about the the workings of government, the actual workings of government. I mean, he may be among your top tier of knowledgeable guys. And I don't think he's a bad human being, oh, honestly. I think he's opposite. a little goofy, but... The opposite of that, the, the number of senators that I've seen on both sides of the aisle... Lindsey Graham said the other day, and he was he was bad-mouthing Biden for something. He said, no, Joe Biden is the best person I've ever known in my life. Wow. He said, but he's completely wrong about this. And yeah, remember, uh, yeah. Robert Gates said, everybody likes Joe Biden. He's been wrong about everything, yeah. but everybody likes him. So yeah. he he clearly is just a decent dude. Yeah, he's... he uh, Just a very quick review of the interview. Number one, he is incredible. Incredibly knowledgeable. Number two, almost too knowledgeable because he gets off into Wonkville all the time and then apologizes for it all the time. I apologize for that. <laughs> there he is again. Um, and that's fine. He comes off as a 
pretty darn together, very old guy. Um, but not sharp, sharp. We'll see, you know, the crowd that just wants Trump out, they could probably live with that. Surround him with good advisors, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you this. If he gets dragged onto the Senate floor and the best of the best are grilling him and trying to make him and his son look uh, uh, corrupt, um, he will not come off well at all. Yes, that's funny. And, 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 which brings me to, if I were writing the screenplay, and I wouldn't because nobody would ever go to this movie... It's easy for <laughs> no, me to write the story of how Amy Klobuchar became the nominee, the Democratic nominee. Now, that would be a dull movie. Oh, I am not please. going to that oh, movie. Oh, no, it would be like a it's, punishment. It's the kill Joe me. Getty. Yeah, kill it's, me. It's the length of the Irishman. It's Joe Getty's movie about how Amy Klobuchar could become the nominee. There's it's in theaters <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Written, directed, and starring me I'm not... as her ever-faithful husband, Jimmy Klobuchar, or whatever his name is. Um, I'm not going to that movie. Yeah, they're talking about, uh, there's a trial going on right now at Gitmo, talking about some of the enhanced uh, interrogation techniques. Yeah, show them that movie. So they'll tell you anything you want to know. So, uh... Just put it on a loop. Fancy word of the day coming out of the impeachment. Chief Justice Roberts dropped a pettifogging on everybody yesterday. Good word. What does petty, pettifogging mean? Oh, I don't want to be the... I don't want to be responsible for the accurate uh, Well, give me the definition. best the best you got, and if it's close enough, that's fine. All right, hang on. You can straighten it out during the A.B. Klobuchar movie that you're putting together. <laughs> during the intermission. Do you want to hear him say it? Because it's, it's... Yes, please. I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the House managers and the President's counsel in equal terms uh, to remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body. Right. One reason it has earned that title is because its members avoid speaking in a manner and yeah, using yeah, language the, the that word. is not conducive to civil discourse. Um, in yes. the 1905 Swain trial, a senator objected when one of the managers used the word pettifogging, and the presiding officer said the word ought not to have been used. It, it has to do with insignificant or petty, uh, dishonest or unethical. Um, it's like uh, trying to cloud it through all sorts of just stupid, tiny details. So the petty is the which, small, which and the is, fogging is the obscuring. I, I, I guess that's what I've always taken it to mean in context. It's ironic that the uh, Chief Justice would drone on for some yeah. time. Although his gig, I mean his day job, as we say in the music business, uh, his day job, nobody tells him to shut up. <laughs> so I think he's kind of gotten used to droning. But it is ironic that he would drone on for a while, then cite a 1905 case when discussing petty fogging. <laughs> I, I think petty fogging is getting all the, high, the the headlines, but I don't think we should ignore the wonderful use of ought not as well in, mm. the, in the same sentence. Ought not petty fog. Right. Um, uh, did he say that at the beginning, or did he say that uh, into the trial yesterday where people droning on and he was uh, That was it. after some back and forth between okay. uh, one of the lawyers and Nadler, I believe. So that wasn't a preliminary warning. No. That was a, you guys are petty fogging, and, uh, and we need to knock it off. Yeah, and acting like jerks, too, because mm. he chewed them out. We'll have a little more of that. What he uh, should have said, up. could have said, but wouldn't say is, hey, you House members, uh, I know that's the way you do it over there. That ain't the way we do it over here. We yes. try to act like grown-ups and statesmen and like this all matters. That was And like point. it's not just a cable TV show like you do in the House. Yeah, they're yelling at each other and accusing each other of all sorts of things. And he said, whoa, 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 this is the grown-up table. You want to sit at the grown-up table, act like a grown-up. 
Uh, so that's probably enough of that for now. I do want to talk about uh, later. Later, I'll spread it out because I don't want to kill you with the politics. But the Hillary Clinton went even further than I realized on Bash and Bernie. She did walk it back late last night because uh, she's getting beat up by. She's being sued by Tulsi Gabbard now. But so all this stuff. Maybe we'll get to that later. Politics oh. later. More politics. Later. Wow, that's not politics. That's gossip. It's that's gossip. fun. But, uh, wow. Okay. All right. Super. Uh, some bums and. Uh, Bums and junkies updates, extremely uh, troubling. I'm begging you, I'm begging you, I'm begging you, wherever you live, wherever you are, do not fall for the progressive, it's a housing issue lie. You will have, you know, poo and garbage and filth and crime and and murders and and beggars to show for it. Anyway, uh, more on that to come. Benson's got some Super Bowl stuff for you that's just out. And from the world of the arts, music icon Linda Ronstadt says Trump is like Hitler and the Mexicans are the new Jews. So Soft sorry, Jews. You're the old Jews, apparently. Soft rock star. There's some new Jews in town. Soft rock star of 50 years ago weighs yes. in on Trump. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll get to that right With away. Powerful words. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'll do it this version. And a block to finish. And DeSosa blocks it, and now the bench is empty. Just unnecessary. That's not good. This is a this punch is call. This is bad. This is a dog. Oh, this is terrible. Punches thrown. Yes. And this could have ramifications going forward for both teams. Gordon stole the ball, and DeSouza walks over him. But it's a dumb play, and then you'll see the punches thrown. And DeSouza just goes Holyfield. And DeSouza picked up a chair, which is even more ludicrous. You just can't do it. This is an ultimate example of losing your cool. Mm. Kansas, Kansas State. The long rivalry erupting into punches last night at the very, very end of a game. Troubling. Horrifying. So somebody hits no, me with a chair? Really or? Well, a guy, the big old guy, Salza there talking about, who's a, uh, a Kansas guy. He... um. <sighs> He is a Kansas guy, isn't he? I don't know. I, I don't, believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, everybody's brawling. It spilled like into the fan area. It actually spilled into the handicapped area, and some people got jostled pretty bad. Was it in Lawrence or Manhattan? Uncool. It Does was in know? Lawrence, I believe. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, everybody's brawling and jostling and throwing punches, and at one point he picks up a stool and lifts it over his head like he's going to brain somebody. And one of the assistant coaches, I believe one of the Kansas assistant coaches, said, yoink, and took it out of his hands before he ended his college career. Oh, and... and if he brought that thing down... Oh, yeah, and and plus... This guy's might, big as a house. He's a big young man. Oh, yeah, it might have ended your career, and you might have gone to jail if you hurt him bad enough or uh, been sued out of existence. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That, that's a bad move. Yeah, both coaches uh, apologize profusely, blame themselves. This uh, isn't really sports-related, but I opted out of a Kansas-Kansas State uh, melee one time. I remember if it was football or basketball. It was the wintertime, I remember. We were all drunk, and we were outside in the bars. I believe in Lawrence, Kansas. Hmm. But it was a Kansas-Kansas State game. And, and afterwards, and afterwards a, a, uh, a full-on riot 
<laughs> erupted between fans of both teams, and people were, I mean, this was one of those cars being set on fires and tipped over and well, sort of I can things. understand why. And I decided, I was, I was on the very edge of it, and for some reason, a rare moment in my life, I thought, you know... I don't know where this is going to go. I think I'll opt out of this, and I I'm went back to out. Went back to wherever I was sleeping on the floor that night, and uh, that mob stuff is scary. Man. Yeah, it is because it can. Uh, yeah, yeah. People, there was there was what appeared to be a stomping taking uh, shape. It did not. It was not executed. But that's the thing. Somebody decides to swamp you. I mean, one sh- stomp, one shot to your head hits the pavement. You're you're dead, or your life has changed forever. So. It's no joke, especially among drunk people. But oh, and it can explode so fast because you got one, you got somebody getting stomped. All of a sudden, his friends or the people on that tribe, whether it's friends or team or whatever it is, right. race, whatever ends up being your motivating factor, then yeah. they want to kill that group, and then it just explodes from there. Now, I hate to uh, turn the serious and take all the fun out of it, although that's what I usually do and why I have few friends. <laughs> um, You're like Bernie Sanders. It's, uh, it's no a friend. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> likes do you him. have that clip? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Nobody wants to work with him. Uh, he's never gotten anything done. Ouch. Close to home. Uh, so, uh, but if you think about it, and Jack, you grew up uh, to a large extent in western Kansas. I lived in Kansas for years and loved Kansas and the people of Kansas. Um, think about this. You have young people at Kansas University and Kansas State. They are... The same racial mix, the same religions mostly. They look the same. They talk the same. They have the same regional accents. They root for the same sports teams with the exception of their college Yeah, teams. I see where you're going. They could not be more homogenous. Yeah, I see where that you're doesn't going. mean they like dudes. That means they're the same for those who are, you know, yeah. low on their Greek. Um, but anyway, but you give their schools different uniforms and they will beat each other bloody. That's an excellent point. And how, how do you keep in these uh, political times? How, how do you how do you get people from uh, urban coastal cities to get along with rural Midwesterners right. and not erupt in violence when you can't have a bunch of people that are almost exactly the same, separated by an hour's drive in the same part of the country. Right. They're almost exactly the same, like you said, and they're willing to fight each other. Right. So So the way way I would remedy this is... uh, With almost no reason, like you said. Oh, yeah. It's it's nothing but the desire to represent a tribe. But that's why some of the, uh, especially the the far-left discourse, I think, is so dangerous these days, where they are trying desperately to divide us into tribes that have ancient anger against each other. You are the perpetrator of violence in 1820. And you're thinking, I was born in 1973. Uh, But no, you are responsible for all that violence, and they have all the anger from that violence, etc., etc. We're going to divide ourselves into a tribe and get away from this whole idiotic from many one, all agreeing on these incredible principles of liberty and self-governance and the rest of it. No, no, no. Better off that we're in angry tribes. That's, you know, any student of history understands why that's such a dangerous thing. Um, Linda Ronstadt, the warbler of soft rock tunes and a talented uh, singer, no doubt, uh, says that... Uh, and hotter than a $2 pistol back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, she's actually a, a not terribly healthy old gal at this point, but... Uh, she says uh, Trump is like Adolf Hitler and Mexicans are the new Jews. Oh, I didn't know we needed what? new Jews. We have some perfectly good present Jews on hand. Um, Why would anybody ask a singer anyway? 
I don't know. And what she I'm says, not a fan of Hitler. You know, she has actually a decent grasp of history, but then goes with the utterly breathless and, and, and overheated, um, it's exactly the same with Trump. Find a common enemy for everyone to hate. I was sure Trump wasn't going to get elected the day he announced. Oh, I'm, I was sure that he was going to get elected. And I said it's going to be like Hitler and the Mexicans or the new Jews. And sure enough, that's what he delivered. Oh, whatever. Is that the same yeah. mouth you kissed Jerry Brown with? Oh, 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 that is not relevant, not fair. I'm going to ask you to refrain from petty fogging. <laughs> the world's greatest deliberative body, the Armstrong and Getty Show. And also, we don't have time for this right now. That might have to be our clip of the day. Somebody's got to isolate the refraining from petty fogging. <laughs> Next segment or next half hour, I promise you. Yesterday in San Jose, California, was the proudest day in the history of furries. Furries being people who dress up in animal costumes. Yes. Okay. And 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 party together and talk about dressing up in animal costumes and get together for animal costumed orgies. In hotel suites, whatevs, and uh, weirdos, and, and and actually convince each other that they're not the world's strangest rangers. <laughs> but again, I say, and I say this with sincerity: the greatest and proudest moment in the history of the furry convention took place yesterday on the streets of San Jose, California. We will bring you that news. Yeah, and we probably ought to get to uh, what else Hillary said about Bernie. And uh, I don't know what's going on here. There's something, like Joe said yesterday, maybe there's a hit job going on on Bernie that people are afraid he's going to get the nomination now. Mm. I don't know. But mm. stay tuned for all that. Yep.